All right, guys, it is that time again. We are back with another Disney Moms Gone Wrong podcast. Uh, I'm your host this week, Susie, and today we have a little bit of a different cast going on. Uh, Let's start with our introductions. All right, you guys, you're here with me, Diana. Hope everyone's doing well today. And what's good? It's Sarah. And then sitting next to me, plot twist, who's here? Yes, the newest Disney mom. (laughs) (laughs) We have a Disney dad, our first Disney dad. Yes. Our first Disney dad. I appreciate the invite to uh, being on this right now. It's it's an honor. I didn't invite you. (laughs) Oh, well, (laughs) we we bullied her into inviting you. Um, Also... Eddie is part of our Geek Freak Network, I can't talk, um, and he actually records with our Geek Freaks podcast, so he is like... Legendary. You know, he was here before us, but... <laughs> like, I mean, he was here before us, but like, there's really no comparison, you know what I mean? Like, But like, we better, right, so... So before we get any further, we need to clarify, do you want to be called Squeaks or Eddie? Uh, whatever's comfortable with you. Usually, uh, the podcast is Squeaks, though. Yeah. Okay. Squeaks. There we go. Squeaks. Yeah. It yeah. is. Squeaks. Can you tell us um, on the Geek Freaks podcast quickly, like what uh, podcast do you um, host? Yeah. So, so I used to host a Push the Talk, and then life got in the way. Being a Disney dad with two kids, it's really hard to uh, <laughs> host your own show anymore. Uh, I did. So right now, I'm just kind of showing up for the Geek Freaks main, um, the main line, I guess you could say. Uh, but I have something kind of in development, um, but I'm trying to plan with other people's schedules to see if we could um, start maybe possibly a new show. So I won't yeah. say anything about it right now because it's super um, early development. But uh, yeah. yeah, we'll see. We'll it's see. so early. I didn't even know about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, how exciting. You definitely feel a struggle because it is almost 10 o'clock at night yes. on a Friday and we're recording this podcast. This is how we spend our Friday nights now <laughs> as moms. <laughs> Oh, I missed the old Absolutely. days. Absolutely. <laughs> and um uh Susan was your Disney dad over there, um, at all jealous that he did not get to be the first <laughs> uh guest star on the show because he also records a couple different things on this network. Yeah. So I, we were on the fence about having him host as well, just because this is more of like a boy or male, you know, movie esque, right? Because it's all like right. very masculine. Right. Um, but he was okay. Jonathan is definitely a Wally fan. So he's like, I'll, I'll catch you on the next one. <laughs> he's waiting. He's waiting. I think that um, him and Frank are going to have to flip t- uh, a quarter, or we're just going to have a really big recording that day when we do Wally. Yeah, I think so. Point. I think, yeah. I don't know if the flipping the coin will go because, you know, we have Big Boss Man and you don't want to upset the boss. <laughs> you don't want to upset the boss. Um, Paul was okay with it. He is also working on a show that's hopefully going to, you know, get produced and go out on the network. Um, And so he let me know that I would also not be his first guest on his show. But that's all right. (laughs) You're like, fine. There's no loyalty. It's okay. At the time, I was number one on our fantasy baseball league. And his is more of a sports related show they're going to um be pursuing i think and so i was like fine if you don't want to let people know how to win i won't tell them (laughs) and the truth is that i set my lineup and then i have not changed it one time since week one and i lost the last two weeks so i guess it's a good thing that he did not have me teach people how to play fantasy well 
I'm I'm glad to hear that. I mean, you know, it's <laughs> it is what it is. I am definitely not an athletic person by any means. I couldn't tell you the difference between like a pitcher and a quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> I just figure, like, you know what? I'm gonna sit here and I'm gonna stick to being a Disney mom. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah, gonna do. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, and it's a lot more fun um, over so here. I, so it's fine. Oh, it is. I think the um, other question everyone's gonna want to know, Squeaks, is uh, who's the better half? Oh, well, that's weird. That's not even a question, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, by far, um, entertainment personality. Um, don't tell her I said looks, but um, yeah, most definitely the better half. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she's giving the evil eye while you know, she tries to go pick up the the youngest that's waking up right now. Um, I am gonna have to let Chesney listen to the episode and be the judge of that because the other day in the car she said, "Mom, do you know who my favorite Disney mom is?" And I was like, "Who? <laughs> Tell me!" And I was like, really excited. And she was like, "Sarah." And I was like, "Is you?" Uh, it, I'm right here. <laughs> like, I don't know if you know that I'm on this podcast too, but I am. I'm, I'm driving uh, this school right now. You should have just dropped her off where you were at so, the moment. <laughs> I thought about it. I was like, do you know directions very well? I hope you can call Sarah. <laughs> hope you have her phone yeah, number she... in your non-existent phone. Yeah, oh, my goodness. I'm so dead. So dead. I love Are it. Are we ready? Are we ready to? I, I think we're ready to get into it. Okay. Get us going. Are we, are we warmed up? Right? I think so. <sighs> get me nervous. Okay. <laughs> Make you nervous. Okay. It's definitely. Are sweating. <laughs> we're definitely a relaxed podcast. We're not, you know. I don't even know how to describe. How would you describe us, Diana? Oh, not not structured, inappropriate, <laughs> um, colorful language, not not PC, but we're a good fucking time. I think that's the important part. Dang it. <laughs> that's the best way to describe <laughs> us. <laughs> All right. So this week, oh All right. we are kind of stepping into this new. Um, realm i guess you would say of marvel i was not a marvel fan before this and honestly what kind of piqued my interest was when we had the comic-con and we had the like rate the mcu movies and how like heated these people were getting of like no this needs to go one no this belongs at number 29 28 and people were like coming back and just like they were passionate. There was like pure passion in like these rankings. And so obviously, like as a Disney mom, I'm like, I should know this, right? Like I should know what these Marvel movies are about. And so Jonathan was like, all right, if you want to dip your toe into Marvel, start with Thor. So that's what I did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, did what was your first like reactions to to this movie? Um. Okay, so I had not watched it either. And I... Um, I'm kind of the same. I don't watch a ton of Marvel and I don't watch anything in order. So like, I like Iron Man. I'm a Tony Stark fan. Um, and then I like Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, and so I was like, fucking Susie is making us watch Thor. <laughs> Chesney's still pissed. She's still upstairs cursing you, I'm pretty sure. Oh, no. um, she still hasn't watched it. And I'm like, we're recording Monday for you, little girl. So get on it. Um, Buster was juiced. But you know what? I really liked it. Mm. I like sat down and started watching it and I've just been so busy. I actually delayed watching it until yesterday and then I fell asleep. So I actually had to watch it tonight. Um, 
And I actually really enjoyed the whole movie. And watching it, I was like, oh, that's who this person is. Yeah. Oh, that's who this, like Loki. Like I've heard so much about Loki. Same. But I'm not going to fucking lie to you. Don't judge me right now. I thought Loki was like a Star Wars character. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, wait, I was like, wait, is that Loki that like, does he wear like the light that's dark? in all the other <laughs> shit? Yeah. I was like, wait, is that Loki that's like, you hear about in all the other shit? And he's like, Paul's like, uh, yeah. I was like, oh, damn. Like, I definitely thought he was from a whole different set of movies. So you're like, bro, where's uh, his lightsaber was- at? I'm like, I don't get it. <laughs> right. I was like, Where's his red lightsaber? Like, I could tell at age six or whatever in the beginning of the movie, he wasn't the good guy. Where's his, re- where's Darth? Where's Garth? Like, where's, yeah. Where's Darth where's Vader? Your real He's on his team. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Let's talk about it. I knew oh, right actually- away something was wrong with that guy. Yeah. Squeaks, what did like, you think? Right away. Uh, sure. I thought it was good. Um, Especially back in the day where, before all these movies uh, Marvel movies went so big where it's like, okay, every movie now has um, uh, a character brought from a different franchise. And um, so, like, uh, you know, those little Easter eggs we get. Uh, so, in the first Thor, I did enjoy, like, for that reason, it wasn't as small as, like, Hawkeye popped up in it. Um, mm-hmm. Super quick before he was taken off with the Avengers and now his own series. Um, so, what I really like that it kept it tied to just a Thor's story. Instead of something where it's just all over the place with multiple heroes. And, you know, it's kind of like when you go to watch, um, it's Captain America's Civil War. But mm-hmm. every superhero is in this movie. So is it really Captain America's movie? So it's nice yeah. to go back and actually feel that we're seeing um, um, a movie only tailored to that character. So it would you say it's like a good like Marvel beginner movie like if you're trying to get into Marvel and like get to know like who the characters are would you recommend like the first Thor movie? Uh, most definitely uh, to like yeah. a beginner. Okay. Yes, yeah, cool. so, well, because I'm surprised that Jonathan asked you or told you to go with Thor first. Have you watched the first Iron Man? No. Okay. I've, I don't think. I mean, I've probably I seen like the Hulk, but like okay. probably not the whole thing. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because it goes Iron Man, Hulk, and I think Thor pops up as number three as, like, the kind of start off the whole Marvel Universe. Hmm. Um, um, AKA, because if you didn't finish, I mean, this is spoilers now, but who cares if you haven't seen it by then, it's oh well. But it's like, okay, Tony Stark <laughs> pops up at the end of Hulk and kind of starts this whole, you know, universe, I guess now you could say. Yeah. It's uh, it's interesting how they have that. So, like before, I watched Thor. Um, I watched the the new Doctor Strange movie, and I'm not gonna give any spoilers or anything like that. But it was very hard to like follow along because of like the multi universes that they had, and I'm I was just very confused. Like, does Thor exist in these in this universe? And so, like Jonathan had yeah. to explain it to me that like. He does, but just like how in Doctor Strange, there's one in every like realm. There's one Thor in every realm as well, and like kind of like with the rest of the characters too. Like I'm still learning about all that. Yeah, that's how it was kind of like explained to me. Um, yeah. and so like that concept in itself like just kind of blows my mind because it's like the opportunities and like the different ways you could create like different Marvel movies is essentially endless, right? Because if that's the idea that there's alternates of each character, then 
you could do this a bunch of different ways. <laughs> Most, yeah, it's kind of like, I always say it's a mess now. Um, I talk a lot of crap on it, to be honest. Um, but they can do what you just said, is have multiple Thors. Um, this first movie did a really good job of, like, tailoring to what the original Thor comic was. And that was actually, uh, Odin sending his son to take over, um, a man named, um, uh, gosh, like, Daniel Baxter or something. That, uh, essentially he put, he took over his, like, body and to live amongst the humans because he wanted to learn, like, humility or, or is that the right word for that? Yeah. Like human yeah. lifestyle, whatever, because he didn't feel sorry for them or anything. He didn't care about humans. So after so many right. years um, of kind of living their ways and understanding, Odin kind of hints to him, like, hey, go to Norway uh, on a vacation and, um, you know, just have a good time in your life. And he's like, oh, shit, I should go have a vacation in Norway. You know, <laughs> uh, he goes there, gets in a fight with some stone guys, and now he has a hammer. Uh, it pops up to him in like in the time of need. So the movie kind of did a good job representing that because like, hey, I'm going to send you to the human world because you're kind of being a punk ass kid. Uh, and then it kind of like gets that. But it's not like the taking over of this. Oh, God, I'm blanking Frostbite. out on the guy's name. Yeah. This whole uh, let's see. thing. I wrote... So it could be like we could see another Thor like that. Yeah. I um I in. I enjoyed it, and I think that's why is because it really focuses on one character. Marvel is intimidating. It is, very. Like, I'm always like, I want to watch Marvel. I don't know where to start because they're not released in chronological order. No. So, like, if you want to watch them in actual order, you don't watch them in the order in which they were released. You, like, change them all around. And so I'm like, how do I watch them? Where do I start? I don't know. So I typically don't watch marvel because it's just so intimidating yeah disney if you go on the disney plus they do have the phase one phase two phase three and that kind of might help out if you just start there i'm gonna write this note down (laughs) so some interesting facts about this movie just so we can kind of talk about some interesting scenes that I'm, i'm really like curious to see what you guys think about it um so thor was released in 2011 uh the director was kenneth uh, Brang Branga. I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but he's a seasoned uh director with Disney. He's been a director since like the eighties. Um, and this movie won five different awards. Um, oh, this uh, this director, he also directed Cinderella, the live action movie. Oh, and when I think about it, I-, I could see like similar like directing styles that. Yeah, we were we covered the Cinderella movie, but I could see some of the similarities yeah. with like, I don't know, the style of it of his, you know, directing or whatnot. Um, notable characters or not characters, actors, obviously would be Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> I mean, even I get a little hot just hearing that. <laughs> AKA Daddy Thor. Daddy Thor. Though he's not Kevin James. I'm just gonna say that. <laughs> oh, I'll just leave it right there. Uh, Natalie Portman. Uh, Kat yes. Dennings. Okay, so Kat Dennings, when I saw her, it's so hard for me to see her acting, first of all, because I'm so used to seeing her in uh, Broke Girls, Two Broke Girls. Did you guys ever watch that TV show? No, but she was in Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist, and that's where I know her from. Oh, 
So it's really, I don't, every time I see her, you know how there's some specific actors that you just kind of have a hard time getting them out of like old roles that they've had. She's one of them for me. Like, I just, yes. why aren't you like popping your bubble gum and, and working as a waitress? <laughs> yes. I had a hard time watching certain Adam Sandler movies where he does play a more serious role. Cause I'm like, nope, you're too funny for this. Where's the joke at? Yeah. Like, I'm always waiting for like, I'm always waiting for it. So I totally get what you mean. And the, the, actor that i really enjoyed watching in this movie and then i feel like portrayed their character so well was um idris elba did oh, i pronounce yeah. his name yeah. right i love oh, idris elba my gosh. honestly he could play any role for me he really oh, oh my god oh, i would watch him on anything when covid first hit there was like a thing going around that was like who would you quarantine with and like <laughs> my thing ended on him and i was like yep sure would. <laughs> <laughs> I just love him. I just love I, him. He his acting, and then is, he got COVID, and I was like, "No, yeah. <laughs> nope, his sorry, acting sorry, is so yeah. versatile." Like, I think about this like serious character that he played the as the gatekeeper, and how he just had to be like very like strong and masculine. And then I think about him like in the office. <laughs> like, did you guys watch the office? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He played a no. I'm- he played a role in there, and it was just. Charles Minor, I think, was his character, um, and it, he was just so good. And he was like quirky and funny, but like serious. I don't know. I just really like him as an actor. Oh yeah, I do too. Most definitely, he does a voice uh, in Sonic too as Knuckles. I don't know if you two ever seen that yet, oh, but wow. he does a good job. I haven't seen it yet. Like you know, <laughs> it's uh, Idris Elba, but then you're like, ah, I could just melt to that voice, you know. <laughs> I love it. I'm gonna go watch Sonic 2 just for the voice. I'm not gonna lie, those Sonic it. movies are probably like my favorite video game mo- movies. They're actually really well done. Really, oh, yeah. um, Buster really likes them. He saw, I think he saw both of them with his dad, and he really likes them. He told me he wants to see Sonic 2 again. So, oh no, he saw Sonic 2 with my mom. Yeah, yeah super so good. I'm like, all right, well, maybe we could go. I played Sonic growing mm. up, so I'd watch it. I just watched my um, siblings play it. I didn't really play it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Squeaks, were there any notable actors for you that you just were really um, either blown away or happy to see in the movie or maybe thought they shouldn't have been in the movie? Uh, I don't know if I have anyone that I would say that maybe shouldn't have been in the movie. But, I mean, I don't want to sound generic, but I love Loki and I'm forgetting his main um I mean, uh, I'm sorry, his Tom name Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston. Because I feel like and this he was is really, phenomenal. I, yeah, I feel like this took off for him. And it's like, man, he just, he could play any character where it's just like that. I love his hair, one, because maybe I'm a little jealous. Let's be real. <laughs> but just so like a like, back, cool <laughs> kind of character. And I, and I just, because he was in uh, Skull Island, I think. I think he played for the newer King, King Kong movie. I'm pretty sure that was him. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I just feel like this is where it took off for him, and I honestly could just see him do almost anything. And in, in the Loki series, oh. I feel like they strip him of his powers, and he felt just like a FBI agent to me. So it's like, well, there you go. He's almost like playing a different role anyway, with the same name. So. I thoroughly enjoyed his role. I thought he did so good um, in the acting, and then when I was reading a lot about it... um not just him, but a lot of the characters in the movie actually just like fully engulfed themselves in the comic book so that they could be um, uh, Idris Elba included in the comic book so that they could be um, 
so they could base their characters off of the comic books. And Tom Hiddleston, to get his person prepared, he, like, made sure he was on, like, a very strict diet to where his body would look, like, hungry and, like, like almost, like, thin and starved and use that to come out. And he does really look that way in um, the movie. So I thought he was – I just thought he did so good. And um, I don't watch a lot of these movies, but I'm curious if – for you, someone who does read comic books, correct? Yes. Do you think that the research they did impacted the quality of the movie? Do you think that that's why this movie did so well? Most definitely. And I wouldn't just based on the comic books. Um, they really portray Loki in North mythology, like almost to the T as well, uh, with this whole trickster lying and um, shape-shifting abilities. So even besides the comics, they really know that just with the true yeah, mythology. Yeah. Um, he so originally perfect. auditioned for Thor. What? Mm, he originally auditioned for Thor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm I am glad that he didn't get that because I just feel like Loki was the right role for him. Yeah. Yeah. Like he he nailed it. He really Especially did. now that I know it's not a, like a Star Wars character. <laughs> <laughs> he he does give off mad Kylo Ren vibes though. Yeah, I'm I a better. See that. He does. I can see <laughs> He does. So at the beginning of the movie, um, it starts, it kind of jumps around a little bit, right? And I kind of like how they execute this, right? Where they have Jane, which I have a, I don't know, a negative opinion about her, but I'll continue. Um, (laughs) Jane is doing her research or whatever, and she's looking for like these constellations slash black hole of some sort some type of scientific stuff or whatever um and then thor all of a sudden comes out of like a black hole lands on earth but then at that moment they go back and through odin he is like telling his side of the story of like how humans like came to this agreement that like they needed the gods help to like defeat the is it the frostbite no not the frostbite <laughs> Yeah. Frost giants mm. of frostbite. Um, <laughs> but through this, Odin lost an eye, and but he also rescued Loki. But they don't mention that at that moment. He stole that baby. He did rescued. Ooh. If I took a random baby from the side of the street, that is kidnapping. <laughs> what condition is the baby in? Baby. <laughs> right. <laughs> um. So. As this, as his story like progresses, he kind of says like we were able to take the is it called the casket right where they have where they keep all the power, the blue power. I think it's called the casket. Oh, the the box. Yeah, the little pa- yeah oh, yeah. So they're able to take that away from the frost giants. Frostbite. And he also took a baby on his way out <laughs> and, <laughs> and maintained peace that way. Though I don't. Is that peace really? Like, are are you gonna like threaten to kill the king, the frostbite, frostbite? You're saying frostbite, <laughs> frost giant, <laughs> son. Like, are you gonna like? What was your true intentions with that, right? But, anyways, and as, they knew they knew that he stole the baby. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry. Um, oh, man, I got me. Th- you got me thinking now. I wonder if that yeah. could be like a thing where it's like. I will kill this kid. So now you don't really care about him. You're just using him as a tool. 
Yeah. And so like Loki kind of like throws that in a space later in the movie, but it eventually turns into a scene of where Loki and Thor are like, I don't know, like tweens almost. And Odin says, you know, like both of you, um, uh, only one will take throne. We'll take the throne, but both of you were born to be kings, and so that kind of like foreshadows like the future, right? Like it, it kind of tells you, like, mm, I know something you don't know. Essentially, to his kids, like that's what he's saying. <laughs> Cor- correct, I agree. Um, and that's kind of where I was like, oh, Loki doesn't look like he belongs here, actually. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what made me, like, double check, like, I got the two kids, and that one looks like the mailman's. <laughs> I wish that was Amazon. my mailman. It looked like Loki, so. <laughs> <laughs> so then fast forward, it obviously jumps into, to like, years to where um, Thor is going to be, like, crowned, right? He's going to be crowned as king. Um, and as that moment like happens, like he's doing the swearing and all of that good stuff, um, the king Odin felt the presence of the frost giants because they somehow snuck in. Which did they ever explain how those guys even got in? Yeah, I think it was like, described as Loki let him in. Was it with his cloak? But then he would have to make a special trip to. But how um, did how did Johan, How did Loki let? He Johan didn't know Hine. at that point that Whatever. he wasn't Odin's. Wait, what? That was yeah, before he thinking. knew that he wasn't. Oh, that was before he knew that he wasn't Odin's. So how? Why? Why would Loki have let them in? That's true. Yeah, but um, the whole he said but you know he how, said because he wanted to ruin a, his brother's day. I'm back with oh. a baby. <laughs> oh, she's back. She's back. Our Disney mom had a mom emergency. Do we put the the cameras on YouTube or anything? No. No. No, because we don't we don't know how to do the record thing. Oh, okay. What the fuck? Yeah, we'll figure it out one time, guys. What is Frank good for? (laughs) (laughs) Don't talk about the boss Uh, like that. Frank, I just want you to know that the Disney mom's gone wrong did not say (laughs) that. Um, that Please do not write us up for that. We are no we do not support this message. <laughs> that can go on uh, Squeak's evaluation, yeah. please. Yeah. Not ours. Thank you. I'm going to hear it on Saturday. Thank you. Why is, why is it the Martins always are on the naughty list? Oh, I'm... Yes, yes. Um, so, so he did say he let them in. Yeah, he wanted to ruin his brother's day. Because it was like his coronation day. Asshole. Okay, don't talk about Tom Hiddleston like that because yeah. he's beautiful angel. He is still an asshole. You could be a beautiful angel asshole. Okay, okay. literally, the baby just ripped ass. <laughs> I hope, I hope that that's on your recording. Frank, do not edit that out. <laughs> that is the epitome of mom life. Leave the shit in. That was so loud. Hi, I love it. So, um, so that makes more sense. I missed that little part. Yeah, I, I apparently I did too. <laughs> oh, I pay so, a lot of attention to Thor. <laughs> you missed the part. I didn't expect I didn't expect this movie to be so funny. Also, like it was like it really kept like the humor going. Like I didn't expect Thor's character to be so funny. 
And he kept it very light in the beginning. Yes. Yes. And I, okay, this is my unpopular opinion about the scenes with like him being on Earth or whatever they call Earth in this movie. Um, I think they made it too, um, like cliche almost. Like it, it gave me uh, Georgia the Jungle vibes. Did you you guys yeah. watch Georgia yeah, the Jungle? He's right, he's the dumb brute falling in love with <laughs> Jane. Basically, yeah, that's exactly what it <laughs> yeah. is. It's like. A very simplistic, and it was like super fast. Like there was, to me, I felt no connection between them. They should have stayed like as, like a platonic friendship. Like it should have been just a friendship, and I think that would have been a lot better in the long run. Because from what I understand, Jane makes a comeback, and she eventually holds on to some type of hammer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she did. Like, she oh, sure did. I mean, let's be real. This whole movie is not her about chasing stars. It's just chasing Thor's hammer himself. Hammer, <laughs> hammer. Exactly. So, like, why? why? I, I would also chase Thor's hammer. So, yeah. <laughs> it's like I know my husband's here, but that movie features three of my boyfriends. So that's why I watched so, it when he was at home. So you missed my unpopular <laughs> opinion of me stating that it's not Kevin James. So I'm just going to leave it like that. <laughs> you know what? You're right. So I love it. So he does turn into Kevin James and like, which one? <laughs> I think it's like uh, the third Thor. Yeah, yeah, yeah Fat, Fat Thor. Thor. <laughs> that's, that's your, it's that's. One the, it's one of those in Infinity War I ones. cannot that's wait. That's hashtag Susie's Thor. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait. Yes, I cannot wait. Um, maybe I'm wrong, and you can correct me if I am, Squeaks, because you might know. But from what I read in the comics, Jane isn't his love interest. Um, that was a change for the movie. Uh, I'm not. Too, I don't know if that's correct because I know one of the universes, Jane is actually a love interest. Um, but there is like, I'm man, like it's almost like every decade there's a different type of Thor. Um, okay. and one of them is Jane is an interest. Um, okay, but that's the only one I'm aware of is like one out of like five or six, anyway. So you could you're potentially right also. Um, but where they're going with the newest Thor movie, um, it it makes sense having that love interest. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So Whoa. can we talk about? <laughs> The battle after um, the battle with the frost giants after Thor threw his hissy fit, like when he was younger. No, like well after like the frost giants tried to steal the the casket, and when when Loki was like, "I support you. You should totally do it." Yeah, yeah. Like then, okay, okay. So that moment, right? Um, I (laughs) what. In that scene, after he like tossed the table or whatever through his little tantrum, all of a sudden like his BFF show up, and I'm like, "The fuck are you?" Like, and so he's like starts talking to them as if like we know them, and I'm like, "I don't know who any of these people are." Um, yeah, Eddie, but that's please how friends clarify. Should, no, fuck, that's how <laughs> friends need to just show up when needed. Okay, <laughs> please clarify, Eddie. Are they in but the comic book to know? Shit, like, I, honestly, these little random ones, I don't even know. Who's this Gryffindor looking ass guy? 
Flies comes in on a broomstick. Uh, is this Disney? Hagrid and his what's Hagrid's little animal called that it hurts everyone? Hold on. Oh my god. Why was Thor having a party? Original? Wasn't he having a party? It was, yeah, it's for his coronation. What is that? This when he was they were gonna make but, him king. Oh shit. Just imagine if it was yeah. a birthday. Fucking Hagrid. Ignores <laughs> Yo, the Viking was Hagrid shows up. <laughs> so. so he convinces his friends, right? Like his rider dies to like go with him to I'm gonna pronounce this right. Jodenhain, which mm, is the world really where the frost giants live. Um and they get to the gatekeeper, and the gatekeeper um, he knows everything, and he tells Yoki Loki um, that he wasn't dressed warm enough, and it's because he already knew. Like, I already know where you guys are gonna go. And Thor comes in, and he's just like, "Let's stop the BS. Just open up the portal, let us through." And then the gatekeepers essentially like, "Yeah, I got your back." Like, I don't understand how these two White Walker looking dudes like passed by me. <laughs> <laughs> I think what confuses me the most about this scene is so low bitch Loki Mm. lets them in to ruin his brother's day and then it's like brother you should go take after them you're right I'm on your side dad's an asshole like do what you do and then he when he goes to the um to the other side and then when they like grab him and he's like looking at his arm and he's like it seems like he's realizing like oh shit this is like where I'm from is what it seems like he's mm-hmm. realizing to yeah. me. But if he didn't know that before, why would he not have been prepared to go somewhere? Wait, no, I think where he, it's freezing. I think he did know that before because when so, when him and his his daddy were having their little confrontation right before he stabbed him, he was like, "Uh, the tesseract thing wasn't the only thing you stole that day, did you, Dad?" And his dad was like, "I stole a baby." And uh, but I think he realized that while he I thought it they made it seem like he realized it when he went with Thor and Thor's groupies. Yeah. At the beginning of the over movie. Over there. Mm-hmm. Like before that. So then he gets back and he's like, Oh yeah, now I know what you did. But if he didn't know that, why wasn't he like the gatekeeper's like, hmm, it's awfully cold over there for you to be dressed like this. Yeah. Like why wasn't he dressed properly if he didn't know? Yeah. I mean, I don't know, it's all mm. kind of sus, but um that's us. So after was it Luffy? I don't know how to pronounce his name. The Frost Giants King. Left eye. Um <laughs> Laufy. Laufy. I, was, I was just corrected. Laufy. Um <laughs> after he called Thor princess, he Thor was just like bitch game on kind of thing. Like <laughs> Right. It's a rap. <laughs> Epic scene of just like hammer swinging sword swinging like and you really see loki's uh sneaky snake-like personality with this in this battle because he tricks one of the frost giants to like you know chase or lunge after him knowing that it was just like a hologram and you know that's how he like was able to fend one off or whatever um but 
the the best part of that scene was when they released that dog looking animal. Yeah, the creepy ass animal. So okay, I wrote down a list. It's only like five different animals, but I'm like, I, I can't even imagine. Like, if you're making this movie and you have to make like this weird looking creature, how would you create something like? I, I can't even imagine something like this. So Do, I think does does the creature match the one in the comic book? Oh, yeah. That's a good so idea. So maybe they didn't have to do a ton of out of the box. Do yeah. you know Sweet? Um actually I never cared about the dog. So I never <laughs> even did any research about it. He's all you guys are looking at the wrong <laughs> yeah. stuff. I'm like, wow. So- there is so much going on right in front of you. We're getting distracted by this <laughs> fucking animal. <laughs> it was massive. It was massive. And it was a smart freaking creature. Because when Thor the Thor when he broke like the ice or whatever and the animal fell through it didn't fall like to like the abyss it like freaking grabbed from underneath the ice and was chasing them from underneath the ground like it was climbing upside down essentially and I'm like you're a smart freaking animal so my yeah. theory is <laughs> <laughs> my theory is that this animal was either like part gorilla beluga lizard bat like it it, it looks- she just combined all of them. <laughs> just combine all of it and then just like put it on fucking steroids. And that was the animal. If you've never oh. seen the Thor movie, I've just described this like monster of a frost giant pet. I don't even Creature know. Thing. <laughs> I'm so dead. I don't I'm wrong. Uh, Diana was probably oh. dead on though because they did a very good job at just copying everything from the comics, like visually. Um, even the um, more that that armor devastator destroyer at the end was essentially yeah. dead on to the comic book, so it probably could be something like that. And you notice how, like, in some of the scenes, um, like throughout the movie, the camera angle is like at an the camera's at an angle, um, and it's because the director wanted to have the movie reflect like the comic squares Hmm. you know how some of them are angled within like their little picture scene like he wanted it to kind of mimic that which is why they did it at a funky angle sometimes that's kind of cool yeah and he said he was trying yeah he was trying to shape the two worlds accurately as well like from coming and having them coincide well and not clash like at all which i thought was really cool um i really appreciate and I and I haven't read the comic books, but I do appreciate how much work it sounds like the director put in to keeping it as close to the comic books as possible. I'm a reader, so like I love to read a good book, and I do very often if it has a movie, go watch the movie afterwards. And as someone who thoroughly enjoyed the books, the whole time I'm watching the movie, I'm nitpicking, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, that's not what happens in the movie. Oh, that's not that's not what it looked like in my head. <laughs> like yeah. that's not what. Um, you know, it looked like, and it sounds like they stayed pretty true to the comics in this, in this movie. And I think that that's really cool. Yeah. I've heard the same thing from Jonathan. I don't think Jonathan's read them though. So how would he know? Mm. Huh. I He's kidding you that bullshit. Feeding <laughs> <laughs> you the bullshit. That's what it is. <laughs> so after, um, at that scene. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. My brain's all over the place. They kill the lizard, bat, beluga, gorilla-looking thing. Um, Thor kills it with his hammer, just like straight shot right through it, right? 
and they turn around and they get this like oh shit moment right because they have the frost giants ready to roll like they're ready to rock and roll still and they're like fuck we have like someone who's been stabbed through we're all tired we're done and thor is just like let's go what's the problem and then odin comes through and like saves the day um but essentially the frost giant king is still like declaring war because of like the stupidity that thor did and so odin is just like fucking beyond pissed at this point because he had to save his son's ass after telling him like no you can't do this kind of stuff because first of all you're not king second of all you're just being like greedy and you're just thinking about your own ego and not the good of the people so when they get home just like most of parents they uh gave their kid a good ass whooping (laughs) for their actions in public (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's like a mother at church staring down as right. their son <laughs> i mean metaphorically you know what's right? happening you know what's happening after church <laughs> it's all metaphorically right but this dad you could just tell he's beyond pissed and loki how like you could tell loki's just like so happy that this is happening to him because he even tries to like play like the oh, I'm on your side and tries to speak up and like Odin just like shuts him up like in an instant. Mm-hmm. Um, and he strips him, he strips Thor from his title, right? He's like, you're not worthy. I like disown you. This hammer does not belong to you nor its powers. And he just like outcast him. Ban- yeah, he banished him. Yeah. And Loki's just like, eh. mm. you know, tough luck. <laughs> what are we right. going to do? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Um, that whole scene was like, it was crazy. But then as you watch it, like, like I'm going to watch the movie again with Chesney probably and um, maybe get the answers to some of my own questions. But um, when his dad is talking to him and he's like, dad, they, they got in, they're going to send more people now that they can like get in. And his dad's like, it was only two of them or whatever, like really blowing it off. Um, knowing at that, like at that point, I knew something was going on with Loki, but I didn't know the storyline for Loki. So then now I'm like, oh, so like the dad didn't want to be like, hey, I'm holding Loki hostage. Yeah. Um, as a reason for them to not come back in. So now that they're, you know, their king knows someone tried to do it, he'll stop them because otherwise I'll kill Loki type of thing. Mm-hmm. But also I feel like, did that other realm even care about Loki? Like, is there any more information on if they ever even wanted him back? Because he is real old for them to never have. Like, we're not going to kill you because you haven't. But we're also never going to try to get him back. That's true. Like, hmm. What's the history on that? I mean, Damn. did the Frost Giants know that he was stolen? I that's what I thought that. I wasn't sure, but I thought that Susie was mm. saying in the beginning that was kind of why they yeah. had their truce, I thought. Yeah, and that, I mean, you know, I don't know, actually. That one. Now you got me thinking. What? <laughs> See? <laughs> There's all kinds of crazy shit. See, I took it as like anybody, nobody knew that um, Loki was That's a how frost I giant, it. but I like Susie's, uh, you know, little uh, opinion or whatnot that was earlier that no war will happen nor i'm going to kill the kid 
So I don't know how that, accurate that is, I but I like happened. that one. Well, and it makes sense. That would make sense as to why um, Odin was very much like, no, 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 no. We're not going to do anything. Because like them breaching, especially with a gatekeeper, was a big deal. Mm-hmm. Like them being able to breach, somebody let that happen. Yeah. And so I did feel like it was a big deal. And I feel like Odin was really downplaying it. Um, but it makes sense if he did have, if he was using Loki as a bargaining chip. Mm-hmm. Like it does actually make yeah. sense that he would have downplayed it. But then I'm like, well, they never came for him. Like they came and they tried to still like the power. They didn't try to like get Loki back. Mm. That's true. So it just <sighs> makes me, makes me interested. Um. Okay. So while Thor is in his banishment, I, okay, I'm going to be really honest. This is a, this is a Disney mom's gone wrong. Like, Truth bomb. (laughs) It's a truth bomb. Mm. My attention span was like non-existent during like the scenes of him being on Earth. But because of that same reason that I said earlier, it gave me like Georgia the Jungle vibes. And I was just like, this isn't interesting. I need give me back, you know, uh, Asgard and the Frost Giants and that lizard dog bat thing. Like <laughs> I just I couldn't follow. It was really hard for me to follow. Um did you did you guys feel that there was a couple of scenes that were like the during the his banishment that were just kind of like overplayed? I feel like the most like I don't want to say boring, but boring scene was when he went to retrieve his his uh hammer. It was just too like stretched out like it was how many guys do you need to fight off how long is it gonna take you to to get to your hammer and then like the moment that he realizes he doesn't have any power any power anymore like that was what i was waiting for i just spent five minutes watching you (laughs) fend off muddy men (laughs) in the rain i don't know i feel like i could see you uh losing just because you're just uh Going um, googly eyes every scene. He has a shirt off. Like on Earth. Pull up your damn pants and put on the shirt. Um, uh, I the very first scene when he gets on Earth. Um, I kind of felt like that, and I think I felt like that for me though because. I didn't really read like the, hey, what's Thor about? And I normally am a person who reads what a movie's about before, like a summary before I watch it. So I know what to expect because you tend to watch a movie a different way. Mm -hmm. Like if Mm -hmm. you know it's going to be scary or if you know it's comedy, if you know, you know, you tend to watch it a different way. And I didn't do that. I was just like, oh, it's a Marvel movie. So I just assume like a lot of fighting and a lot of seriousness. So the first scene when like he's on earth and he's just kind of like the dumb like funny like yeah. stupid funny kind of guy it did kind of throw me off um until i settled in the fact that like oh this is how he's supposed to be it's not like bad acting or it's not like poorly written like this is actually his character mm-hmm. and then um and then i actually thoroughly enjoyed it and even the scene that you're talking about where he's like fighting the guys and going to get the hammer, the only part of that scene that bothered me was when they flipped to Jane. Oh. And she's like, yeah. she's like, if you don't hear from me in a minute, then 
whatever she said. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, we're not worried about you. Go back to Daddy yeah, Thor. So. He's crying over his hammer, and I'm crying over his hammer. <laughs> Go back to Daddy Thor. Yeah. Right? And I cried over to the help. hammer, just too. Don't over get that me dick. wrong. It's been away from you for <laughs> right? too long. She was, she was just trying to get in his pants anyway. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> she didn't even care. So, um, But yeah, Susie, uh, just like, I feel it the same way as you do. Like, when you start to strip everyone from their abilities, it gets dull. Like, is it yeah. really anything going on? And I'm not a huge fan of the Loki series. I know that's an unpopular opinion. Uh, but that's how that whole series was to me. And it's like, this is dull as hell. Um, so I could get, I, I agree with you on that. Yeah. In that moment, like after he got detained and he was getting questioned by like the FBI, the, the moment that like my interest kind of came back was when Loki came in as mm -hmm. like a, she's like a phantom almost Agent like in a civilian or something. I, yeah. I don't even know. But like telling uh, Thor all these lies about how his dad was dead and his mom didn't want him back. And his um, exile was part of like the treaty with the, I'll pronounce this right. Uh, Johan Hein, <laughs> the frostbite people. <laughs> frostbite, I Frost like white giants. walkers. <laughs> oh, okay, you know what? If they had white eyes, those Lil would be white walkers. <laughs> they would be. Okay, so listen, because in the beginning, this movie gave me mad Star Wars vibes. Like the whole fight scene in the in beginning. The like, like the whole. Yeah, I'm like, oh, there's Loki. He's from Star Wars, <laughs> not Star Wars lights. Um, and then later on, I was like, oh my god! Like, um, I was just waiting for someone to yell, like, "Winter is coming!" Like, <laughs> Mad Game of Thrones vibes later yes! on in the second battle. I was yes! like, oh wow, uh, where's Jon Snow? Like an Arya, where's just Arya? Arya. She just pops up and stabs one from the back. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Arya was my favorite. <laughs> yeah, she's amazing. Yes. <laughs> Yes, it really did, like, give off. But to me, like, those are also really two, like, fantastically written pieces of work. And so it just kind of, like, really, like, to me, like, nailed down the fact that this was a really well-executed movie. Yeah, I agree. And it's so easy to, like, follow throughout the movie of, like, who does what and, like, who holds power essentially and who's like the antagonist in, in the movie though I, I don't know if loki is the bad guy in this oh. movie i mean i understand that like he wanted to be king but honestly if thor was in was on the throne um or at one point had been king of asgard there would have been bloodshed of like many people right from both worlds and that's what the, that's what odin didn't want and so i do feel like loki has good intentions but his nature is to be sneaky and to like be evil so i don't i don't know like i don't I, think I don't. he had good intentions <laughs> he was very clearly playing both sides like, oh, come on, I'm going to let you kill Odin. And then, like, trying to be the one that saved Odin's life to look like I'm so good. All the while, while, like, his brother is banished, like, telling him, like, you killed dad. Like, yeah. but so I can't bring you back. And I'm the king now. And I mean, yeah, like, I don't. <laughs> I think that's. I think he was a little. 
Little bitch Loki. I don't think little he bitch Loki. That's yeah, his I think name. he's just willing to <laughs> do whatever it takes Loki. to get what he wants, really. And it doesn't matter how <sighs> it does it. So there's no um absolutely loyalty coming from him or even being trusted to him. I guess you could say. <sighs> I guess. Squeaks. Am I right that you're a uh, Jeremy Renner fan? <sighs> he's my daddy. i love it so listen you're gonna be so disappointed in me but i told you i don't marvel yes and so we're like watching the movie and um you know the scene where thor's going for his hammer that Susie brought up a little bit ago paul goes did you see that guy i was Mm -hmm. like yeah and he's like he grabbed a bow and arrow and i was like okay and he's like who uses a bow and arrow and i was like robin hood Uh, (laughs) i was like i was like guys that hunt and he was like diana what avenger and i was like um well i know it's not iron man (laughs) so i was like he's like diana he's an avenger like who do i literally (laughs) i think i named everyone who's not an avenger (laughs) but i was naming i was like the hulk spider-man like and he was like diana and then he's like they just gave him or he's like they just gave him his own show i was like spider-man he was like diana he has his own show and then i i was like googled it i was like i was just messing with you like it's um hawkeye it's jeremy renner duh everybody knows that he's like i just watched you google it on your phone (laughs) no you didn't why you always lying (laughs) yeah no it's funny um a little backstory to that um i hate the hulk in the newer movies i don't like how they um portrayed him to be have you well? Have you seen? Have you two seen the newer Avengers, where he's like Hulk full time? No. Okay. No. Uh-uh. Okay. So anyway, I don't like it. <laughs> so tell us about it. Uh, basically, uh, Bruce Banner, Mark Ruffalo, uh, found a way to be Hulk permanently, but he's kind of like a bitch Hulk. Like I don't want to smash everything and whatever. I just want to be green all the time and read books. Uh, essentially. Uh, so wow. I was always talking shit on that, and then my in law was like always Ferdinand. talking shit. What? It sounds like Ferdinand. You guys <laughs> the, remember that? I just actually watched <laughs> the- that a couple of days ago. I was like, for the first time. <laughs> uh, I only watched it because John Cena was doing the voice. <laughs> that was real. Oh man. <laughs> um, Your other daddy. Oh yeah, God. Um, <laughs> see, I can't even talk right now because we brought up John Cena. <laughs> See, that's Jeremy Renner and John Cena. We're like overloading him, you guys. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, anyway, I was always going back and forth talking shit, so now I became a big like Hawkeye fan because of that. And um I love and my it. Aunt bought me a blanket with not Hawkeye, but Jeremy Renner himself in a tuxedo portrait. I freaking I freaking love I it. I lay on my couch with it on top of me every day. I bet you do. <laughs> I I believe that while he sits right next to his wife. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love oh, yeah. it. <laughs> I still like, would blink it more than he's her. Like, <laughs> he's like, can you go in the other room? Me and Jeremy need a minute. Yeah. <laughs> we need a minute, yes. Why are you washing this blanket for the 10th time this week? Don't worry about <laughs> it. Get out of here. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I think it's hilarious. So, yeah. So, in, the, um, in that part of the movie, he picks up the bow. I wish I could remember what hand. Do you remember? He picks it up with like his right hand and shoots the bow. But in every other movie, he shoots it left-handed or vice versa. He's just that good. 
that versatile. That's an interesting fact. But that is, oh. I never thought I that. Thought it, I thought it was, I thought it was super interesting, but they pointed out how, um, hmm. how he did that. Cause I was looking at like things that they like, you know, like goofs happen in a movie. I'm always hella interested mm-hmm. and IMDb puts all the goofs in there. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, the scene where the car is shaking and the coffee cup is on the dashboard and it's like, like shaking and then it falls over on the dashboard. Uh, Yeah. When um when the monster guy's coming down, you know, with the oh, fiery mouth, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. the big metal guy. So in that scene, the coffee falls, and then when they flash back to the car, the coffee's standing back up and mm. not spilled. Mm. So just like little things like that, and that um fact about the way they show Hawkeye was in that, and I was like, that's pretty freaking cool. Mm-hmm. That is crazy. Um, also, while I was looking for facts for this movie, um, did any of you guys watch wrestling when you were younger? Yes. Uh, like WWE, very yeah, little. Yeah, well, it was it was WWF back in yeah, my day. Come on, but, you know. God, Jesus. So um, <laughs> I was <laughs> I was reading that like I was reading about who was going to play Thor, and um, like Brad Pitt was rumored for the role, um, and Channing Tatum was rumored for the role, and there was a few others. But then it says on here, Paul. Levesque, aka Triple H, mm. aka Hunter Hearst Helmsley. And I was today <laughs> years old when I realized that Hunter Hearst Helmsley wasn't his real name. What's his oh. real name? Paul Levesque, L E V E S Q U E. Oh, man. Levesque? Levesque? The magic so is gone. I, I feel like my whole childhood was a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Not anything else about the WWF. Not the storylines or anything. Just the name. No, no, no. no. That was all <laughs> yeah. real. All of that was real. All the fighting was real. All the blood was real. <laughs> but no, now that I know that Triple H's name is not Hunter Hearst Helmsley, I um, can no longer take wrestling seriously. <laughs> well, Sorry, guys. <laughs> I love it. <sighs> all right. So- I also read. Oh, God. I also read that Loki. Um, based his performance on three different actors, and I thought it was kind of interesting the actors he used. He used Peter O'Toole, which I'm not a hundred percent sure who he is because of his ignamic igna- reckless persona, and then he used um Jack Nicholson, like he channeled Jack Nicholson for his edgy and nearly insane persona, which I could totally see, and Clint Eastwood. For um, the simmering anger. And I just thought like, wow, those are a lot of like very different people that he like channeled and put together to make his character. That's an interesting mix. (laughs) Yeah, I don't see any of those actors like being Loki or I don't know where he's grabbing from each one. Hmm. I think he's just channeled like, you know, like when you watch um, Jack Nicholson, he's just kind of like insane yeah. and like he's kind of the crazy guy so he loki like tried to channel that craziness and show it and i feel like he did do a good job of playing like someone who was a little crazy mm-hmm. and so i'm like oh when i think about that aspect of it like i could see it or like clint eastwood for the anger like i watched clint eastwood like when we were younger a lot and so i'm like oh i could see like you know wanting to watch him for anger but they're just like such different actors that it's funny that he like picked from all over to make like this one character to like channel. 
Yeah. I, um, towards the end, or was it towards the end, where Loki realized that uh, Thor's writer dies, the group of random friends that he had at the beginning of the mm-hmm. movie, uh, they caught on real quick to what Loki was doing. Mm-hmm. Like, right after they came back from y- Jotunheim, <laughs> um, they were having a conversation with him, and they quickly realized that Loki is just trying to get the get to the throne, right? Like, he's just trying to be sneaky about it and whatnot. So, they tried to go to the king. Then they realized that Loki was now the king. And they're like, you know what? F this. You know, went to the gatekeeper. And they eventually ended up on Earth. They were confused for, like, Renaissance people, which I thought that was yeah. kind of funny, right? It added some, like some humor, some is lightness it, to the... Is there a renaissance fair? I don't know. Call it in. <laughs> <laughs> um, But once Loki saw that, he sent... Was it the Destroyer? Is that what they called him? The uh, giant... Yes. Okay, the Destroyer. Um, But after that battle, right, where he just kind of like... I don't know, like whooped everyone's ass, essentially. <laughs> and it was just down right. to Thor... And Thor was just like, this is enough. Like, enough is enough. And he confronted him. And Loki is hearing the entire time. Like, he's hearing the conversation from his throne. And while Thor is, like, telling, essentially, Loki, he's not really talking to to the Destructor, like, you know, let's not kill any other, like, kill any more people. Like, if you want to end this, like, just take it with me. Like, I'm sorry for what I whatever I did to you. And it's just like, in that moment, um, Thor could have easily just been annihilated, right? Like, flame to the face, and then we're done. <laughs> um, right. But Loki didn't do that. He he had the destroyer just backhand him. <laughs> I'm just like, all of that, all of that strength in that, I don't know, radiator-looking body. <laughs> radiator? <laughs> <laughs> like he should belong in the movie cars like he needs to go to radiator springs kind of thing radiator springs <laughs> i love it um he just backhand them but like the thing is the odin is supposed to be like in a coma of some sort but at the same time he knows what's happening and he knows that loki practically killed thor and when odin shed that one tear he showed what would be the good word like his emotions were coming through because of the yeah, fact he that he was his, still there yeah because his son had died at the hands of maybe of of frost giant predecessor <laughs> right right um, and he brought i think the way i saw it i think he brought thor back to life i don't think it was you know, him earning his, like, I think Odin in his all, uh, all father power brought him back to life because of that reason. Yeah. I took it as like, um, when that, uh, tears shed and he's seen everything and that Thor is making this huge sacrifice for himself because he's basically standing up to this destroyer that he knows that could just destroy him, obviously. Um, that that was the key to like okay he gets it now from like the beginning of the movie and then sends the hammer his way 
But even then, like, his actions don't give him the right to be king. He's not knighted that mm. in that movie, or not knighted, crowned. I don't know what the technical term is, but crowned. he's not he's not given that that power, even though he's shown the sacrifice. And it's probably because his dad knows that he still needs to like mature more. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if the fact that he broke the yeah, because he broke the what is it called? The rainbow, the rainbow yes. bridge. bridge. The bridge. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, that kind of had that kind of showed a lot of um, like how he's very quick to react. Like I, I, I think his actions like that and the fact that Loki fell into like the black hole or whatever that kind of showed Odin that he still wasn't ready to be king, which I think is the reason why he didn't become king in that movie. But eventually, he does, right? No, uh, you might have to see. You know, might have to see the other ones. <laughs> uh, he's killing us. Um, I think part of the reason also he doesn't be he doesn't become king, and Thor says it himself, is he still has a lot to learn, mm -hmm. and he says that walking behind his dad after everything, he um says sorry to his mom when he walks in the room, and then he walks up behind his dad and he tells him like, you know, I still have a lot to learn. Like you're a great father, and I still like I'm still watching type of type of scenario. So I would even say that um, that it was a very mutual consensus that he was not ready to take the crown. Yeah. No. I agree. Um, the Disney mom in me also wants to draw a quick Disney reference. And I don't know if either one of you got this, but, um, you know, when the hammer is stuck and like all the rednecks are out trying to get the hammer out, like with their trucks and like pulling off the rear ends of their trucks yeah. and doing whatever. Um, have you guys ever gone to Disneyland and tried to pull up the sword and sword of the stone? Yes. Like sword in the stone? No. That's so it's in front of the carousel. So you need to go to Disneyland, Susie. And um, <laughs> that's what it reminded me of. Cause like everyone stands in line mm. at Disneyland to like get a picture with this sword that like only comes out when like they press a button somewhere. And um, so everyone's like yanking on it to get all these pictures. And that's exactly what that scene reminded me of was like, you could put this in Disneyland and like you would just have so many people taking pictures um, trying to get his his hammer out. I just thought it was so funny. And doesn't um, his name, the creator of Marvel? Stanley. Oh my gosh, yeah. Stanley. He he makes a cameo. He's the driver of the one who like loses the truck of his mm -hmm. bed or mm -hmm. his he bed is, of his truck. He is correct. <laughs> he is. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool as well. You know, they could just put the hammer on the Avengers campus, essentially copy cat the Sword of the Stone. Don't you don't you think it would be a great photo op? And like I could see lines being really long to get that photo. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. most definitely. And what would it cost them to make that? Like nothing compared to the money yeah. they're gonna make. Yeah. No. All right, so. Disney, hear us out. Marvel. <laughs> We're waiting. Put it in. <laughs> One day they're going to listen to us and they're going to pick up all of our ideas and we're all going to be rich. Right. Because oh, we'll sue them for covering <laughs> us. Till then, <laughs> till then, we'll keep working. So I have a question for you guys. Um, with Thor, he had his hammer, right? That was like his powerful tool. Um, if you had to choose one item that you own to be called like your powerful tool like the equivalent of thor's hammer what would it be i have to own it yeah you have to own it 
Damn. Okay. All right. All right I'll go right. first just to kind of give you an idea. Okay. Um, mine would be my coffee pot because mm. without it, I am nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot function without my coffee pot. I see it. I see it. Okay. Um, I. Okay, this is going to sound super cliche, <laughs> but I'm going to say my phone. And it literally keeps me on track for my whole days. Like, I have 17 million alarms set for every little thing I have to do at every certain time. Um, it wakes me up in the morning. If I can't sleep at night, I have my sleep sounds on. So it, like, literally runs my life. So if I had to carry something with me that was going to have the abilities like the hammer does to, like, really be, like, become crazy and powerful, I would want it probably to be something about, like, my phone that I carry with me anyways. Okay. 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 Squeaks. All right. Check it, check it, check it. All right, I have a uh, replica of Cerberus Snape's cane. Okay. Oh, <laughs> shut little, like, up. So I'm thinking like, okay, and it pulls apart where the snake's head is, and then it's the wand. Damn. Uh, so if I could just like walk around with that, and that'd be my power, and just kind of like... <laughs> <laughs> that'd be that. Jonathan would never of all get near you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> start smacking children at the end of it, uh, and just whipping out the wand. I love it. <laughs> People pissing me off. <laughs> People, I love it. Uh, that would have to be it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that one. Uh, I could see it now. <laughs> that one. Uh, I could see it now. That was funny. We were at Universal Studios, and I was like, "Man, we really want to buy some of the Harry Potter." No, someone working was walking around with a cane and. Talking some shit about it. I'm like, oh, fuck, I need that. <laughs> so, there it I is. need it right now. Yeah. Tell us about it. Oh, my God. I absolutely love it. <laughs> um, really quick, I'm going to take a second to just refer to our socials and a couple comments we got on Thor. Now, I will say we are Disney Mom, so we did not get a ton of comments <laughs> on Thor. So, Disney Come Moms. Come on, Disney Moms. <laughs> Go watch Thor. It's not that bad. And then and then change your underwear and then mm. comment on how good it was because I'm like, dead. Legit, this is such you guys. Like there are like so many, like, first of all, Chris Hemsworth. But they're just the acting is phenomenal. Like three of Sarah's boyfriends are in this movie, she said. Like, it's a good movie. Um, so Kimberly said, Wait, are you asking if I want Thor to be my daddy? Because I mean <laughs> It's <laughs> a bunch of laughing emojis and girl same. And Nicole said, I absolutely need Chris Hemsworth in my life, but Captain America is my main. Mm. So ass. I probably should watch some Captain America. But I really do like me some Thor. And I think Iron Man, Tony Stark, that's my guy. Mm-hmm. Mm. That is my, that is my, now I will say I haven't watched a lot of Marvel. So when I keep watching Marvel, I might find more Marvel boyfriends, <laughs> but I do love me some Robert Downey Jr. Okay. 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 Thanks for that. <laughs> so that's all we had on our socials. So you guys, you need to go follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Disney Moms Gone Wrong so that we can get some more input and shout you guys out and leave us a review when you listen to our podcast on Apple Podcasts and uh, help us get out there yeah and if you follow us on our facebook page we i mean we as in diana have been really <laughs> good with our giveaways we just did a like a mini giveaway and then we're gonna do another giveaway once we reach 
I think it's 200 followers on Facebook. 200 followers. We are 28 people away from a <gasps> another giveaway. So, if and you- I'm going to Disneyland, so I'm going to pick up some stuff there also to give away. So, we're going to put up some polls on Facebook on um preferences like stickers versus magnets versus a keychain um as giveaway things so i know kind of what to look for because i want to make sure we're getting what you guys like yeah i mean it's it's a giveaway who doesn't like a giveaway (laughs) i love free stuff (laughs) hey everybody welcome back to chesney's corner hope hope you all are having a good day today um my name is chesney i think you already know that though well, we watched our movie was Thor. We watched it already. Chesney, um, when I told you that we were watching Thor, how did you feel? How did you react? I like had a frown. I, I don't like like Avengers and Marvels and stuff as much as you guys do because it's kind of boring for me. I was mad that we had to watch. Yeah, well, you know, honestly, Chesney, us Disney moms, we don't watch a lot of the Marvel movies either. So it was really different for us to watch too. Now, I watched it by myself and then I watched it with you. And I noticed you seemed very interested in this movie. So were you surprised by the movie? Yeah, I actually kind of liked it. Thor was pretty funny. Um, I thought so too. And I actually really liked this movie. Mm-hmm. That is crazy. So um, tell me maybe your favorite part of the movie. One door, so they're like in the cafe, and Thor's like, another one, please. And he throws the coffee cup on the ground and breaks it. Yeah, and she's like, uh, next time, just ask for me. Yeah. That's so funny. Um, did you have a part of the movie that was maybe sad? What part of the movie did you think? When the dad, like, they, um, the dad, like, whoa. Was in a coma, and um, that his brother, Thor's brother, he came and said, "Dad's dead." But he wasn't dead. Right? Yeah. So ridiculous. So Chesney, would you be willing at some point to watch another Thor movie? Now that you found out you kind of liked the first one. Yes. I think so too. I really actually think that. Um. Tell me this, Chesney. Would you recommend Thor to children your age? Oh, uh, that's a hard question. Um, yes. You would. Yeah. <laughs> um, why? Why should kids your age watch Thor? Because it's fun, entertaining. Uh, uh maybe they can learn a lesson. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I feel like there might have been a lesson in Thor, right? In the beginning, he was very silly and didn't take things very seriously and was really quick to start a fight. Yeah. And then once he got banished, he learned that maybe not everything has to be handled that way. Yeah. I must agree with you. All right, you guys, you heard it here on Chesney's Corner. Thor is a definitely must-see. All right, Chesney. Bye-bye. See you next time. So, Squeaks, 
At the end of our podcast, we always ask a very important question. Yes. Is this movie going to go into our Disney Moms Gone Wrong Hall of Fame? Um, and it has to be, is it, is it a unanimous vote? I don't remember. Is it? It's not. It's not unanimous. But my question is, before we answer, are we going to do a separate Hall of Fame for like Marvel? Because it's like its own universe. So like compare it against other Marvels as opposed to comparing yeah. it against a Disney. Or are we just going to have one Hall of Fame? I think just one Hall of Fame. How many, how right. many allowed are in this Hall of Fame? Doesn't matter. <laughs> However many we say. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it doesn't matter. But... <clears throat> I'm, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no as well. <laughs> oh, there you go. I'm torn because I want to say yes. And I want to say yes because I feel like Marvel is very intimidating, which is why a lot of Disney moms like myself don't watch it because, like, there's so much going on in so many movies. And, like, like kind of like Squeaks referenced earlier, like, it's, Captain America Civil War, but every hero's in it. Yeah. So you're like, wait a minute, I'm confused. I thought I was watching Captain America or whatever it is. Um, and I love how simplistic Thor is with such a phenomenal storyline. Um, so even though it's not going to go in because I'm the only one saying yes, um, I am going to say yes because I do feel like it's a great starter to bridge the gap and get Disney moms headed that way. Uh I agree with you. And I, I'm not saying Thor was like a bad movie of any way. I like I can concur with how you explain that it's like a beginner Marvel movie. Um I the reason why I said no is because of how how they portrayed Thor. I just it was maybe it was like a preference. Yeah, I would say it's preference. Um how they portrayed Thor during like his banishment and his time on earth i just got total like like i said georgia the jungle vibes and i don't like how they portrayed the relationship between thor and uh, jane like that should have been a platonic friendship how could you fall in love with someone why would you kiss someone that's not from this earth like you don't know what kind of bacteria is in their um, mouth like <laughs> i would do that <laughs> every <true>. time <laughs> what what kind of shots have they done? i'm just saying i'm just saying if he came down here right now and interrupted this recording i'd be like sorry guys i gotta go daddy thor's here with the camera like i, I gotta go <laughs> like, duty calls no. yeah. i don't care what planet he comes from <laughs> yeah <laughs> the hell you don't even know I the do, like, things i think about for these uh, a, star wars aliens <laughs> I'm dead. Oh my gosh, you guys are too much. <laughs> now, um, I think everyone's noticed it's gotten a lot quieter, so we yeah. will have to catch back up with uh, Sarah at some point and find out her views on the Hall of Fame. Um, but she has a sweet little baby, and her baby does not want to sleep tonight. So, since we needed her and her husband on the pod, we ended up losing one of them. Yeah. I was trying to tell her, like, I'll switch her and whatnot. But she said, no, you're the guest. And I was like, all right. Well, and you've been holding some precious information from us. Yes. This whole time. Yes. Are we, re are we ready for the info, Sarah? Or Susie, are we ready for the info? Yes, we're ready. Okay, okay. We're so ready. So Sarah told me give that to I'm us. supposed to give you guys the next movie that you're going to do, right? Yes. Maybe, okay. Yes. So this movie... I think is not appreciated enough, but I think it deserves to be in your Hall of Fame, but you have to watch it and 
you know, take it apart and whatnot. But I'm going to go with Cars number one. Classic. I know. I was Classic. laughing because you said that little, uh, the Cars reference, like the radio. Yeah, the oh, story. You said, I'm like sitting here smiling story. like, oh gosh. <laughs> oh, that's phenomenal. That, oh, that's a good one. I love Cars. Yeah. That had a good soundtrack. It does. No, I'm with Diana with everything. Long A while ago, and I was like, man, maybe Sarah said this or, you know, said I said it or whatever. I feel like every Disney movie only has like good two songs. And that's it. Yeah. Like the rest are yeah. horrible. <laughs> There's very few Disney movies that have like complete like banger soundtracks. Like, And by banger, I just mean like at least four good songs. Yeah. Um, like Little Mermaid and Lion King. Those are good. Four or five songs that I could get down to. Mm-hmm. Uh, most other Disney movies have like two songs and then they go like, look at our soundtrack. And it's like 16 songs. And it's like the happy birthday song. I'm like, that is not on your soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. I sing that every day. I don't have my own soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. Toy Story trying to make some shit. Your yeah. soundtrack. <laughs> oh, shoot. That's hilarious. Yeah. Life is a highway, though, is definitely on my playlist on the way to Disneyland. <laughs> yes. A hundred percent. Well, that's exciting. I'm excited for our next recording. I am too. All right. right. I think that's a wrap. Thank you so much, Squeaks, for joining us. I know it gets kind of hard being a Disney dad (laughs) and having a Disney mom and trying to get you guys on at the same time. But um, we thoroughly enjoyed your input today. And we definitely needed it because we are just barely dipping our toes into this uh, Marvel universe. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. I super appreciate the invite. And uh, wherever I could help, I'll be here. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Eddie. Or Squeak, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. We will see you on the next one. Bye.